Welcome to the Broken News Podcast. This is the podcast where we discuss the magazine headlines you've seen, plus some that will surprise to entertain and arm you with knowledge you didn't know you needed. Say hello to the hosts. I'm Helen and I'm here with Sarah and Francesco. Say hi, guys. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Hello. We are the editorial team at Readly, an all-you-can-read subscription platform for magazines and newspapers. The content that this episode is based on can be found on Readly, and we will drop all the details in the show notes in case you feel you are curious and want to read more. In each episode, we will cover a specific theme, and as always, the three of us have done a deep dive into the Readly platform to highlight a story we believe is worth expanding on. And today's theme is World's Biggest Egos. So I picked this one and I was inspired by a few things. Number one, Elon Musk walking into Twitter HQ with a sink saying, um, entering Twitter, let that sink in. And the second one, Donald Trump announcing his 2024 presidential bid. So two obvious massive egos. I didn't pick them as my story, but they're worth mentioning. So guys, before we dive into the, the stories that we actually chose, do you have an ego moment where you later regretted your behavior Sarah, yeah. do you have any yes i actually do can you believe it um oh, really <laughs> yeah no i am surprised <laughs> no it's like one is a really early memory from my parents wedding uh when i was i think i was uh, six years old and like i thought i was the center of attention on this wedding of course <laughs> so uh, I am. I remember I was a bridesmaid, so I remember when I stood up there on the aisle, and yeah, my parents were getting married. I thought that well, I need to pose here because people are taking pictures, and I t- need to show them my best poses in every angle. So I I couldn't sit still <laughs> or stand still. I just needed to like pose, 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 pose. <laughs> so I did that throughout the ceremony. Yeah. Did they get married in the end? Yes, they did. Like, yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. So it's a. Uh... Is a good ending for the story. Yes, but I was like, it's funny though, like when you're a child and you actually think everything evolves around you. Yeah, totally, mm. totally. Because also my story is related to my childhood. Like I've never, I think I have the impression I've always been kind of an ego, but no, it's not the truth. But <laughs> among all the, the possible stories I could choose, I still have in mind one of my first memories. When I was a child, the teacher asked us such a math question, you know, it wasn't the simple calculation, it was something like what time would be in, I don't know, in New Delhi if here is 10 o'clock, something like that. And when you are a child, basically, either you answer by reasoning or you just copy your classmates. And everyone was answering the same answer that another friend of mine provided because she was really good in math. So everyone just trusted that answer. But I was like, no, that's not correct. That's not how you calculated it. So I was the only one providing a different answer. And the teacher applauded to me. And I felt like Jesus Christ at that moment. I was the only one with the right answer. And wow still stick in my mind after over 20 years yeah that it's obviously be... been very informative you're it was six and you're still yeah no i think that about it. interpreted as a sad memory because if i still remember that <laughs> that episode means that either i haven't reached anything in my life yet or maybe i don't know it's nice though different. when you're having a bad day you can think of the moment wow. when you that were right moment when i was right one of the few moments though Helen, do you have a story? Uh, It's really interesting, Francesca, that you said it made you feel like Jesus Christ, because that reminds me of the ego that I have chosen to highlight in this episode. Guys, Uh can you remember who famously had a 2006 Rolling Stones cover where he was portrayed as Jesus with the crown of thrones? Is that Mm. American rapper we're talking about? 
Kanye West. Yeah, Yay. exactly. Of course, mm-hmm. it's him. Yeah, I had to pick him. He's had so many standout moments of controversy. So it's this... perfect with Elon Musk at the minute, right? Exactly. Relationship on Twitter. Exactly. So there was that Rolling Stones cover in 2006. In 2009, he infamously interrupted Taylor Swift's acceptance speech at the MTV Music Video Awards. In 2018, he shocked fans when he made comments about slavery. And he said, did you know about this? I actually didn't know about this. I found this out in my research. He said, guys, it was 400 years of slavery. That sounds like a choice to me. Very brilliant sentence. Yeah. In 2020, he announced his presidential campaign and also at the same time made controversial statements about Kim Kardashian and abortion. He's Mm. done loads, loads and loads of awful stuff, but most recently he's been in the news. And this is where I found the story from for this sort of catastrophic downfall after he made anti-Semitic comments. Yes, still mm -hmm. doing it. I just read an article about this as well because he literally said, you know, Hitler did good stuff as well. I like him. All right, mate. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, so the article I found was The Fall and Fall of Kanye West. That was in the Daily mm-hmm. Record on October 27th. And that was connected to the anti-Semitic and Adidas. So has he story. said more now about Hitler? In a podcast. He's doing a podcast with another conspiracist. And he was asked about Nazism and the figure of Adolf Hitler. He says, he did good stuff as well. I can recognize. And he ended the sentence with, I kind of like Hitler. And <laughs> oh my God, that's just that's... so controversial. Yeah. It's not okay. No. no. Not at all. Well, I, th- I mean, the sad thing is actually, I think he's been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, I think. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. He shouldn't what, be allowed. What's the disease and what's him like yeah it's hard to know if he's taking like the medications or not and exactly and how much well you can't give anyone leeway for that i think supporting nazism but he shouldn't be allowed to have the the soapbox that he does and to be able to make these comments to so many people because he does have a big following and so we think of him as, as an idiot but a lot of people love him yeah, like, yeah, like someone like trump no but following yeah. this episode he was actually banned from elon musk's twitter now because he just reposted and reshared this kind of sentence. So it was banned from Twitter. I found another good article in The Guardian on October 29th, 2022, called Kanye West and the Most Spectacular Self-Destruction of an American Icon. That is a good one to check out as well. They're saying, you know, he was married to Kim Kardashian just two years ago and was worth $1.7 And now he's, well, Madame Tussauds have got rid of his waxwork. Big news. But also a string of brands have removed allegiance with him. So yeah, catastrophic downfall. But uh, yeah, for good reason. Yeah, of course. I think he still has money. He can afford monthly rent. Probably. Yeah. Sarah, do you want to share your ego? Yes, of course. Uh, Well, I wanted to be patriotic. So I stayed in Sweden trying to find a Swedish ego. But I thought it was kind of hard because, you know, Swedes are so dominated by jantelagen, as we say. Everyone is each other's equals and no one is better than each other. But then I came to think of my favorite ego and is um, Blondin Bella. She's a blogger, uh, one of Sweden's first bloggers. And I came across her interview in Aftonbladet, 6th of June 2022, page 26, where she tells her story because... It's actually kind of a movie plot. (laughs) She started blogging in 2005, being one of the first bloggers in Sweden. And it was all about being a party girl with designer clothes and provoking the public with 
saying weird stuff. And she actually earned her first million as a 19-year-old. And when she was wow. 28, she was named uh, the business most powerful woman. And also she was giving a spot in the Swedish radio show. And it's very prestigious. Like only the best people are giving that opportunity. And she talked about that she wanted to say goodbye to Sweden, move to New York, be the most powerful woman in the world. Wow. That was her Some take ambitions on it. there. <laughs> yes. Just a couple of days after moving to New York, her business completely crashed and she was so depressed that uh, she actually planned to commit suicide, she told mm. after. But she managed to get into psych ward where she was diagnosed with bipolar disease. So she sold her company then and that saved her from a personal bankruptcy. And yeah, she just needed to get into treatment to understand that family and relationships and health are more important than her success and career. It sounds like a movie. <laughs> Where is she now? Now she's in Sweden. She lives in Sweden and she still has her blog. But yeah, it was a big fall for her. Yeah, it's like yeah. rise and fall of a uh, ego person. I'm sorry for her. Were you aware about her work or were you following her like as a yeah, blogger? Yeah, when I was 18, I actually met her. She came like around Sweden talking to schools uh, about her entrepreneurship. And I have a picture with her. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's really cool. Like she was controversial, a bit annoying, having like a luxurious life and a bit jealous. Yeah. Like, okay, why is she doing so well? Mm. But it's not fun to be out in the public having that mental illness. Health. Yeah, mental health yeah. problem. And yeah, Exactly. Yeah. It's a constant of such a personality is always to kind of then struggle because they are not able to handle the celebrity life, you know. Might be stressful for some someone that has so much success in a short period of time. So yeah, my... she was so young, like when she started into a exactly, yeah. exactly. I was just uh, if you want to look at the link um, that I sent you now, it's the Swedish bloggers from the beginning of the blog era in two thousand five, two thousand ten. I just want your reactions on how they look. Oh my god, look at them! <laughs> yeah, so this is in a uh, click in page forty three in issue twenty three. You know, it's the hair, it's lips, it's the like idomen. Do you know it's a white yeah. thing you put on your lips? Oh. oh, I used to do that. We used to do that in school. We used to put foundation on our lips. I got is the it, look weird like... though. Check the <laughs> pictures, guys. Yeah. But, it, but, I mean... but is, is this how people look in where you lived in 2005 as well? Yeah, or... yeah I think it was. It was big hair, foundation lips, dark eyes. A lot of makeup, it... useless mm. makeup on it. I'm no one to judge, you know, you can just make up as much as you like. But looking at this picture, you really understand the difference between, I don't know, time to times. Like that's completely so early 2000. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like 15 years ago. It's... The thing is that they look... I don't know. Strange, but <laughs> but it it was the look back then. Like yeah, that's, that's same. That, it was like, here yeah. as well. Yeah, but I also thought about well, a lot of women are influencers or bloggers back in the day, and a lot of them have become very business oriented and powerful women. And I feel like this is why this occupation is getting so much hatred, uh, just because it's powerful women. What's the pros and cons of being an influencer? I think people are jealous a lot of the time. Like, look at these amazing lives they have and it looks like they get them for nothing. Yeah. But actually, if you knew the work and dedication that goes into being an influencer, I think that doesn't stand up. Um, no, this it, will open an, a brighter discussion. It's really complicated to provide like a serious answer as that because on a side, you always tend to judge someone who reached the success based on apparently not that much, like posting pictures, trying to inspire people through basic sentences. But on the other side, there are 
other people really putting effort on it. And it's a it's an actual job. Like mm. I don't think we can't now think of the influencer as we did uh, 10 years ago where it's yeah. a complete established job. So it's complicated to to judge now. And I think obviously the pros and cons you asked Sarah, pros, the lifestyle. Yes, it's incredible. But the cons, you can't switch off. Your life becomes exactly. your job. Like not everyone, but most, a lot of people can just work nine to five and then shut the laptop. These yeah. people constantly switched on 24 hours a day. And I think it would sort of ruin elements of your life. It's like now you can't go to a restaurant and it feels weird to not take a picture of the food when that isn't a normal behavior. Yeah, but and really. also and social just, behavior. Yeah, you should just enjoy it. Yeah, there's um, no boundaries between private life and social life. Also, because in that case, if you if you're a, an influencer, yeah, you can't allow to yourself, I don't know, to refuse a picture with someone because it mm-hmm. would be kind of bad PR. So every single person you meet that recognizes you, yeah, you're always on you stage. To be, yeah, expect yeah. you to be like on top of your performances. It's like you, you're always on a theater performing something. The difference is that they are not paying for your life, and but they expect you to be as brilliant, great, funny, high power, and you can't allow yourself to have five minutes of a bad moment where you say, "Just please, I don't want to take pictures, or I don't want mm. people around," because in the end will come out the story and say, oh, this influencer was rude to me. You know, you're famous because of us. So you can, you know, so that's a huge cons. Yeah, it's like an age old argument when celebs say, yeah, but I didn't ask for all of this attention and and everything that comes with stardom. But actually, that's what makes you a star. You've given a bit of your life to fans. Fans feel like you owe them that. Yeah. It's actually really strange as well to have your whole job and livelihood dependent on Instagram, for example. Yeah. And then you yeah. think, what happens when Instagram crashes? Or if they decided all of a sudden to yeah. delete Instagram? Not that they would, but you know what I mean? Your life is course, Of course, of course. I will freak out. Mm. I don't really care about my I don't know, 700 followers, you know, something like that. But also to tie it back to the ego part of it. I mean, if I were an influencer and I knew that every part of my life is being scrutinized or like I need to present myself in a certain way, of course I would become an ego. Like, I need to think mm. of that all the time. Yeah, I think well. that about stars, it actually takes a certain individual. You could be a pop star, an actor, a certain individual to step onto that stage and perform for potentially millions of people. Yeah, Not everyone can do that. It really takes a certain individual. Yeah, I yeah. know. You have to understand as well that not everyone will like you. Uh, mm. Because if we think about that, like egos normally love to be either loved or hated as well. So that's a perspective that they consider from the beginning mm. and you know it's difficult life though not as easy as we all think absolutely uh, not yeah. right francesco tell us about yours then <laughs> i was really intrigued by the fact that sarah couldn't find a swedish ego because the first person i thought when we were planning to discuss about egos was a swedish person a swedish footballer which is actually one of the best strikers in the <sighs> world and do you know him Yes. Oh my God. I, well, he's not lived in Sweden for so long. So that's why. Yeah, that's why you don't even consider him Swedish. I'm talking (laughs) about Zlatan Ibrahimovic. And for all my Italian friends, he's a striker for AC Milan, which is not my team, by the way, just to underline that. But I have to respect them because they are a successful team. During his career, during his whole life, he has provided so many memorable quotes and I collected only nine of them. There's so much more <laughs> only content. Nine. Only Only nine, because I found so many articles. He's everywhere as well in, a, in our Italian panorama because now he's living in Milan. He's so loved 
also because of his ego's sentences. And I can start just to describe the first one, who will tell a lot, which is, I can't tell but laugh at how perfect I am. That was oh like my God. the first one. <laughs> I would love that confidence, yes. The second one, in 2001, he was invited to London by Arsenal's boss, Arsène Wenger, and he was only 20 years old. And later, Ibra said and confessed, he wanted me to do a trial. And I said, I don't do trials. You know who I am. That's the reason why then he signed for Ajax Amsterdam. So he moved to Netherlands instead. He doesn't. Oh, so do... he didn't do it. Of course not. Like, I'm Zlatan. I don't do trials. And he left. How can you have, how can anyone have that amount of confidence at 20? And how 20, have his parents raised him? The third story is what John Carew does with a football, I can do with an orange. John Carew is another footballer and he was criticized by him. And yeah, oh, so he said he was much better than him. Though. Of course, yeah, mm. which is actually the truth. I can confirm. <laughs> Another funny story is that when he got engaged, uh, a reporter asked him, okay, what did you do as a present for your girlfriend? And they said, what do you mean present? She got Zlatan <laughs> present for the engagement with her. And unbearable. Like, he seems unbearable to live with. He sounds though. horrendous. Yeah. He sounds like your type. Uh, my, who, my type? <laughs> yeah, totally. If we move ahead, he wasn't only mad at colleagues, but also journalists. During an Italian interview with an Italian journalist, he sees him and he said, when I see you, I got stomachache. And then he left the interview. Just like that. Position, <laughs> position number six, then they are not really pranked. They're just sentences. When he was leaving Paris, he was asked, okay, are you willing to stay here in Paris? Well, if they just replace the Tour Eiffel with a statue of mine, maybe I can consider it. But, mm. spoiler, he left. <laughs> he's a drama king. Yeah. He's totally a drama king. I... And he's, a, he's an incredible personality because he also is aware that he's getting old. That's why he thinks, I'm like wine. The older I get, the better I get. That was a couple of years ago. Where is he now and how old is he now? He's 41 and he's still playing for AC Milan. Is he good? He, he is good, but he's suffering a lot of injuries at the minute. It was a couple of oh, months yeah. off because of that. Mm. Let's move to the last one. The last sentences are kind of religious because <laughs> he said, he was asked who will win the World Cup playoffs four years ago. And he answered to the reporter, only God knows. And the reporter says, well, it's hard to ask him. It's Latin answer. You are talking to him. Oh, my God. He's, <laughs> what is it about, like, God complex and these No, no. But he built a whole career around this ego moments because he's really recognized. If you check on Ridley, like the Observer, The Guardian, GQ, and all the possible titles and magazines, they always quote him. And he's a great football player, you know, but he's still more famous because of his ego rather than his achievements. And That's actually, such a shame, isn't it? That he but it's a it's a great be like, celebrated uh, for his talent. No, but it's no, a, it's a great branding. By... It's yeah, great it's branding a... of him. Like he wouldn't totally. have been this famous and getting so many like sponsorship deals and branding deals if it didn't have this personality. So cool. yeah, great work, do... Slatan. Yeah, I suppose. But would as an advertiser, there's always an element of risk. Like with Kanye West, you sign up to partner <laughs> with Kanye, and there's such an element of risk that your brand is associated with like awful comments. He sounds similar. Yeah, no, but Slatan is not uh, not mean to anyone. 
Yeah, exactly. He's really ego, but he's really love for it because he appears to not be yet, really. Though, but yeah, not no, yet. I think no. like in the early days, I think he developed as well such a character. Like he, in the latest years, when he realized he was getting a bit older as well for a football career, when normally you are 35, you just stop 35, 37. He's still playing at 41 and he's still playing around with his personality. That's how he sells himself as well. What an awful man. Like people like that really annoy me. I don't know. What do you think, Sarah? Yeah, it's like people with big egos are not fun to be around. It's like yeah. you're not going to be friends with them. You can just yeah. like laugh at them. Yeah, hope that they will not dislike you because that's also like a thing with big egos. They will yeah. want to be on their right side. And yeah. I guess like Francesco said, there's so many articles now that like his best quotes ever. It's a form of entertainment for the rest of us. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you should have the credibility to say something like that. I think he's still one of the few people that can do like this. And still, as I said, he's now doing this on purpose. The very beginning, though, he was serious on that. It's like, I don't know, Cristiano Ronaldo is the same, just with less quotes, probably, because mm-hmm. he's perceived to be, I don't know, ego. But at least he doesn't say something like I'm God or But also to put like a feminist perspective with this. Imagine if a woman behaved like this, it would not be acceptable. Like, yeah. Well, depend from the contest though. Depend from the contest. We are talking about footballer probably. And if he was United States president, that could have been awful. But then we realized they had Donald Trump. So such a figure, you know, so it depends always from the contest. But yeah, women are always treated less when they try to be confident than, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't think sure. I don't think a woman would get that high. She'd be cancelled before she yeah. ran for president or whatever. That's a valid point. <laughs> Let's close there then. We yeah. would love our listeners to get in touch. Tell us which story you found most interesting or tell us about any diva moments you've had yourself. You can email us at editorial at readly.com. And as always, we've linked all of the content mentioned in the show notes. So do go check that out along with the rest of the Readly platform where we have 7,000 magazines and newspapers to explore. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. See you in the next episode. Say bye, guys. See you. Thank you for listening.